Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Beard Talk Live, the uncensored Free Talk Live after show. Learn more at beard.freetalklive.com. Shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. Fuck the the FCC. FCC. That's right. The preamble is now complete. It, It is the purpose. Checked off. This this is why this is necessary. I I didn't look it up this week, so I'm going to look it up right this moment so that I can once again regale our audience with... Which number we are? What America... I told you, dude, 47. Episode, I think last week was 47. Okay. No, it was not. You're delusional. Well, all right. We did was that, lose, we did was lose. that a Mandela effect? N- no, it's a... Fork and pork effect. Because uh. literally the reason that like my numbers aren't lining up is because we skipped a couple of weeks during mm. the fest. Uh, that explains it. And that's fine. Uh, I enjoyed the fests immensely. I really did. I just oh, sort yeah. of like, I just had a good time. It wasn't a, an extravagant time, you know, that kind of a thing. But I, I just had a good time. I enjoyed all the people that were there uh, for Fork Fest and Pork Fest that, you know, and... I, you know, I did a little bit of a thing, and it was fun, too, and, mm-hmm. you know, got to hang out with some just awesome people. Right. And so, yeah, that's that's what the effect is. And while we easily could do, you know, a show there, um, I think it's more important that we have that time to, you know, engage fully in the festival. You know? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. It's, uh, I mean, however the spirit moves you, man. Yeah. Like, if you feel inspired to do a podcast while you're there, then do it. But, I mean, chaining yourself to anything you don't have to is is probably just not a good play for, for something that is that high in potential. Because who the fuck knows what's going to happen at Porkfest? Right, yeah. That's kind of the cool thing. Yeah, and that's like how I've approached it is like, I don't... I pay very little attention to the schedule and the events and who's going to come and do a thing here and who's doing a thing over there and try and figure out what my favorite things are. Oh, these are the things I got to do. These are the things I want to do. These are the things that I'm like, eh, right? Filler, right? You know, you, you, you prejudge everything, right? I don't, want, I don't want that to be how I experience the fest. I want to just show up and like just however it happens, it happens. Right. Right. Whatever I end up doing is what I end up doing. Like, but I'm not going to make the decisions before I even set up. You know, honestly, get there, get set up. Now, okay, it's time to make those decisions. It's it's what I set my year by. Like that's literally how I determine where I am in time at this point. Is summer solstice? It's always when Pork Fest is, mm-hmm. and it's when I got here to New Hampshire for the very first time. Yeah, was Pork Fest. So, I mean, and that's, it's the proof, man. Like, it's, it shows that what we're attempting is, in fact, scientific. Because we can replicate (laughs) this. We can give you the formula, and you can try it out for yourself wherever you want. Yeah. Here's freedom. Here's how it works. Here are its principles. And here's the proof that it works. Every year, we try it out. Yeah. Everyone just lets people do stuff. But Pinkless, anarchy has never been tried. (laughs) You can't have no state. Anarchy has never been tried. (sighs) Oh, yeah? Well, you needed the roads to get there, so, huh? (laughs) Because I'm sure we wouldn't have figured out how to get from one place to another without government. (laughs) I mean, how can you traverse distance without a monopoly on violence? It's physics. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it, people who say anarchy has never been tried, like they're just not paying attention. I mean, anarchy is most things, most of the time. Yeah, right. Like m- most of how you go about your life, you go about in an anarchic way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you've got some structure to it, right? And mm-hmm. but every now and again, right? If you don't pay the right well, fee, well, or, and, uh, you know, well, hold on, hold on. Uh, the structure is actually allowed by the anarchy. Sure. I mean, it, it's. And that's the difference between, like, no rules and no rulers. Yeah. Right. Anarchy isn't no rules. That's not reality. Right. Reality has rules. 
Right. If you want the outcome you want, there are rules that are effective to get there. Chaos is no rules. Right. Yeah. And that's not anarchy. Right. In fact, chaos is what ensues when you put an authoritarian system into place. <laughs> Without exception, yeah. throughout history, even like... Can anyone even come up with an idea of how it wouldn't do that, given what we know of history? Yeah. And how every single time the most chaotic uh, possible circumstance are these weird little pockets that are created by the most authoritarian bullshit. Beard Talk Live, who the fuck is this? This is Jerk Face McFucking Stash. Hey, Jerk, Jerk Face! Well, Mr. McFucking Stash. I had a terrible day yesterday. I busted my beard trimmer, so oh. now like it's just growing all crazy and and <laughs> like, uh, yeah, nuts. just let it go for a while, man. That's fine. Oh yeah, I wish I could. The girlfriend doesn't like it so much. Mm. And on the same day, I have this really cool solar cooker, and I went to boil water and I picked it up. And there's like I didn't feel any heat from it at all, so I went over and I grabbed a cup of water and I poured it in there. The thing exploded in my hands all over my kitchen. It was absolutely banana, like how much that thing exploded when I put cold water in it. But holy shit. So bur burn wild. face McFucking stash? You, no, I didn't get burnt at all. It just, oh. it, it just shattered glass all over my kitchen. It was totally wild. But, I mean, this was like the coolest little solar cooker. It was like um, those vacuum tubes uh, for uh, solar hot water heaters. You ever see those before? Uh, I know what vacuum tubes are, but yeah. Yeah, so like basically there's this like insert that I put into this vacuum tube and sun beats down on the thing and this thing gets up to like, you know, 200, 300, 350 degrees to bake food and stuff like that. So that thing was awesome. I love that thing. Nice. I, I couldn't yeah, believe that. Glass does not respond well to temperature changes. Yeah, yeah, you know, I, I just couldn't feel the heat from the tube. I, I, I picked up the tube, and I just couldn't feel it on the outside, so when I poured water into it, it exploded. It was awful. Mm. I think, uh, I know I've had at least twice some sort of a, a glass item, whether it was a drinking glass or like a glass dish, uh, you know, either come out of uh, a tub of hot water and then dip it into a tub of much colder water, uh, or even like out of the dishwasher when it's still steaming hot, and then you pour something else into it, uh, and it goes. Mm. Yeah, and it just cracks. Yeah. This so, thing was like a bomb. So, it, it pro tip: uh, don't put your face against glass during the winter, because <laughs> yeah. There's there's kids this, that'll do that I, and like need to go to a hospital real quick. Are you talking about from experience? No. Oh no. Because that sounded like you. No, I just figured I may as well put it out there while we're on the subject. No. Like yeah, glass does not like temperature changes. Oh yeah, geez, that was terrible. Well, anyway, I, I called in tonight to talk about respect. Respect uh, yeah, they respect they, they your youngers, Urethra Franklin. Now, now, is the concept that the old people like they want to tax respect and force you to pay to other people? Like, how does that concept work? I'm I'm trying to figure that part out. Yeah, so so respect your elders is a thing that people who haven't earned your respect try to baffle you with. Yeah, it's kind of like the same thing with police. You got to respect a man of the uniform. No, you don't. No. <laughs> No, and I just a man with a uniform. And, and, and I got to say, like, right now, mostly, mostly, there's definitely exceptions on this, but right now, mostly, the older you are, the more you've been stealing. Like, that's our current system. Is And I get that there are people who, like, do their damnness to actually give us some other way, and I, I got no criticisms for them. Right on, solid, and, and let's keep going. But as as a general rule... Uh, the old people stole from everyone. They stole from people who haven't even been born yet. Well, and are continuing to do so. I mean, that's so true. Look at so, the, the national I mean, debt. If right? anything, the debt clock. Have you seen this thing? It's just, it's incomprehensible. I mean, the 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 newborn will vomit on you, but they didn't steal your pension. So, like, I figure they actually deserve your respect. I don't remember who told me, but. Um, they, they made a good point, and it was like all of the information that people need to arrive at the logical conclusion uh, exists. 
mm-hmm. and in many different forms and formats and languages. And like it's in Braille, it's in like right, you know, you could hire a translator or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Like uh, all of the information is out there. The internet makes it freely available yeah. to almost fucking everyone. Yeah, and so if you don't take the time to look into the definitions and apply something like the na- the non-aggression principle to an organization type like the government, then you're doing yourself and the rest of humanity a disservice. Yeah. If you ask yourself, if you open your mind and go, is it possible that I'm wrong? What does the evidence show? The evidence is overwhelming that the organization type known as government needs to go. It's the worst organization. It, it is responsible for most human atrocities. Period. Pick an evil, it does most of them. <laughs> so, any evil, it does more of them than any other method of human interaction. So even if you don't think it would work, right? It wouldn't it be nice to try? <laughs> Let's just well, see and, what would happen. Well, right? Can we so, can we just so try? ignorant versus stupid came up, and I was trying to think of a word, so I had to look the damn thing up. Uh, but the word I was looking for is nescient. Now, mm. most people use ignorant in the way that I would use nescient. Nescient means you don't know a thing. That's that's all it means. Mm. Now, ignorant means you're ignoring something. And in an age where you have free access to an unlimited amount of information, like at a certain point, it's ignorance when it affects every aspect of your and everyone else's lives. Yeah. That, look, it's right there. And if you... If you don't see that, then you are ignoring it at a certain point. So you are keeping yourself nescient, which is what ignorance really is. Yes, willful ignorance. Without a doubt, they they avoid the truth, staring them in the face every day. The question is, is when the truth slaps them in the face and there's no way of avoiding uh, what happened, will they ask for more statism or will they... Uh, gravitate towards what we've been doing. It's hard to tell. Well, I think it'll be individuals are going to react differently. Like, I mean, it took me 38 years or so of being a statist just to even consider I might be wrong. Right now, I know people who are way younger than that who've like sort of been like, oh, yeah, statism sucks. And they've like they figured it out at like 12 or something. But I know people didn't figure it out until like 65. Right. So I, I don't know what, what makes it go, what makes people wake up like that. Uh, but clearly I'm glad that they do. Because, again, if you examine the evidence, they're correct. Yeah. Jerkface? Oh, that's, you know, that, that's all wild. I, I just tend to believe that uh, the way that they acted during Rona times, they will beg central banking to take whatever they need to take from them. Well, and fix fix whatever's wrong, will. and make sure that they can still buy their stuff off Amazon, and turn on their Xbox. I mean, your you know uh, your scenario is not implausible. Some people will always do exactly that, but as far as the numbers go, uh, from what I'm looking at, in 2020 we proved that about a fifth of humanity was willing to say "fuck you." Now, since then, we have had more and more of the wealth transfer toward freedom. And we do continue to have a greater and greater wealth transfer toward freedom. Uh, It's going to have a massive spike in probably 2026 because for some reason people are only interested in Bitcoin when it's becoming way too expensive. Beard Talk Live, who the fuck is this? Oh, good Lord, (laughs) I do this. This is Oh, Good Lord? This is the uh, Corporal of Clarity, the Sergeant of Sanity. This is Major Fucking Pain. Good to hear from you. Very very well. How are you, sir? Good enough. All right. Is that a German word? Good enough? (laughs) Good enough? Yeah, no, it's not. All right. I think that's Gustav. Gluten free? What? Anyway. (laughs) What's on your mind? I don't. I, I don't want to get off into the sausage grinder of Germanism. Um, Probably wise. Hey, speaking of crazy things that are going on in the world, 
what government here this is a question for you and no fair with your damn magic rectangle okay no cheating hey 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 hey, captain get your hand off that mouse i'm just setting something up for later get your hand off that mouse (laughs) are you accusing the captain of being a kitty cat no just Uh, demanding his manual attention on your question which country attention which country what? Anyway, so uh, there, there is a country that has um, deemed seven, what, $170 million for shoe repairs. What do you mean deemed? Well, uh, uh, they budget? however they shit through their house of commons or whatever so so they passed a bill and inside of it is like a budget or something and it's like seven what was yeah, it they, they they budgeted 170 million dollars for the populace to get their shoes repaired now you'll never get okay, hang on hang on hang on hang on uh ireland no northern ireland <laughs> yeah. Huh? Evidently, they're... Uh, wait, 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 I missed it. What? France. Ah, uh, France. Yeah, evidently, they're in uh, fear of the country losing their soul because they've been walking around too much protesting. I've it's my enemy. I've never been to France, but I'm told that there's a place there where the naked ladies dance. Yeah. Okay. So the reason I guessed Ireland is uh, because of leprechauns. So leprechauns, you may or may not know, were known for shoe repair. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's why you'd like leave them little gifts and presents and whatnot. Was, Hopefully they'd fix your shoes. I was thinking about the Dutch because of the wooden shoes, right? And I'm like, oh. That I was my it, first you know? thought, and I realized but that's kind of like, fucked up. But I'm like, yeah, that's probably That's what I it, think though, of. Right? That's not... I mean, okay. No, I mean, it, wood it, shoes would stay together longer. You'd need less shoe repair. I don't know. They man. wouldn't be comfortable, but yeah. they're styling, man. <laughs> if, you had to repair, if you had to repair a wooden shoe, it's because you picked the wrong piece of wood and it split. Mm. Yeah, you'd probably get away with a carpenter. Yeah. I, you're never going to wear out a pair of wooden shoes if you make them right. Mm. I know one guy that's got like I don't know. Three totes full of crazy ass wooden shoes. Wouldn't I? <laughs> no, no. Okay, well, I'm just knocking it out I'm, of the park I'm, with your. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm with over, your... over two. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking tough audience, man. Six oh three two eight three. No, wait, no, I'm the. Okay, I'm gonna let you guys talk. Go ahead, Major. Well, you, uh, you I, I don't know. You guys. Yeah, you put him on the spot. He didn't know what to say. You're having too much fun without me. I don't know even how I'm supposed to participate anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so much fun. You won't even know how to participate. That'll be the new Beard Talk Live slogan. I like it. <laughs> well, there you go. Glad I could gift you something before. In, in, in my golden years. All right. So since you don't I know what to talk, they've turned into shit. Quite frankly, let's play. Let's ask Major a question. Ready? Go ahead, Peak. Yeah. All right. Um. So, you you were around for the uh, the the nineteen seventies uh, uh, economic fiasco, right? Oh yeah, I I think the first time I did LSD was seventy three. All right. Did you pay them any attention? Did, what, what, did I pay what any attention? Oh, the, the whole like the 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 whole uh, economic bullshit that happened. Uh, like, well, the only thing that I really paid attention to at that point is I had just begun my entrepreneurialism and mm-hmm. I was mowing lawns, nice. and the gas wars came up right in the beginning of the seventies, oh. and there was rations in the mid 70s but yeah i remember 19 cent a gallon gas i remember premium being purple (laughs) oh dude my my old charger ran so good on that purple gas with 150,000 miles she's lit one tire off when i laid her to the wood it still run 13 two and a quarter (laughs) 
That was my first car. I'm lucky I didn't die. <laughs> right. That's true. Hell, the, the, I, yeah, I've told, I told Captain this because he had a hard-on for a 72 Cuda. When I was 12 to 14, I stole one from a gas station and uh, hit a big river gulch coming out of our town on Hewitt Road, and I launched that some bitch. Right, great big oak trees all along the road. I'm telling you, God was on the tiller that night because I landed in the last lot of the next block. I mean, right in the lawn, right? So proud of me. Now, the question is, when you landed in the the lawn and across the next block, was the lawn mowed or not? Well, I don't care. It was mowed when I got done, but it was a perfect four point landing. (laughs) The government, vicariously then, has two money printers. Hmm. (laughs) One of them is the Federal Reserve. Hmm. The other one is quantitative easing or a fractional reserve banking. Ah. Right? So here's, uh, okay, so yes, but no. There's three. And like the war that's happening right now between the European Central Bank and the American Central Bank. The third one. The third one is the, the, the euro dollar market. So there's all these offshore companies that they don't get to print their own dollars, but they get to create loans that are denominated in dollars, which is they get to print their own dollars. Wow. I hadn't even thought of the international ability to print USB. Wow. Yeah. That's fucking ugly. And and they they just sort of kept the old title when it like moved most of its business over to Asia. But uh, they still call it the euro dollar market. Yeah, I guess I still had that that statist mindset of like currency is regulated or relegated to whatever the imaginary borders of said country are. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, like it used to be uh, the the Deutschmarks in German and the what did France have? The franc. Mm -hmm. Right. Or something like that. Right. Uh, England had the pound, of course. And, you know, the U.S. had the dollar. Right. So the and I just always assumed that they kept to their own playgrounds. Right. 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 But no, you you bring up an excellent point, and that is that these other banks outside of the United States of America have been given permission to give loans in the dollar, thereby printing money out of nothing, printing more dollars out of nothing. Yeah. And that is a big part of why we have the like the fastest increase in the the uh, the rate, like the base rate on all the loans that we've ever had. Yeah. Is because there's this fight where like. Uh, Powell is saying, oh, you want to cut the corporations out of the money printing scam? Okay, I'm going to bring your entire fucking market right back home. You won't get to print dollars anymore because all of your currency that you're using to back all of this, you're going to have to increase your rate to keep up with our shit. Mm. So it's going to hurt you more than it hurts me. Beard Talk Live, who the fuck is this? It's Oh, hi, it's Rob. Hey, Rob. I was just trying to call in and say hello. I had a idea I was going to run by you guys, see what you thought. Okay, well, you're on the show, so go ahead. Oh, okay. I'm calling from South Dakota, and I can give you as much information as you want. And the idea I had that I bounced off of a radio talk show in New York last night was, you know, this concept of we can't change the dogs we have in Congress, but maybe we can force them to do what we want them to do on some things. And the issue is the continuing resolution and they have the omnibus and now the minibus spending. So they pack all this garbage in there and then it never comes out for vote. And then they just mass, you know, vote the whole thing. So my thinking was to force them to make that be broken up so that it would be kind of like a line item. Oh, good fucking luck with that, dude. I mean, I mean right. you're, you're literally <laughs> yeah. you're literally asking a thief to turn on the light. Like, like I don't I don't necessarily disagree well, with what what you know no, your just, your idea, but like it, it, getting it, forcing government to do well anything that you want them to do is, I mean, well, I can't do I it. I have it's, a couple of mechanisms. No, like no, no, the idea the that we can get those dogs in Congress to do what we want is a pleasant fiction mm-hmm. that serves their purposes. Let, let, let them say a piece. I though. agree. Let them say a piece. I agree. Well, I, here's the idea. No, it's okay. I'm, I've am i worked with some families that want to bring premeditated 
murder charges against the entire living Congress and everybody. I know this sounds outrageous and dumb, but not to me. No, I've heard it several times from many different no, they're, people. They're guilty. So, I mean, weirdly enough, not the entirety of Congress, but uh, yeah. almost. Yeah. I mean, you can make well, an accurate argument that the you know anyone involved in the institution known as government is guilty of some sort of violation of human rights. Yeah. Right. And there's exactly there's, you know, crimes against humanity. There's all these different things. And specifically what I'm talking about here is uh, illegal deployments. And that comes up in the NDAA, the National Defense Authorization. Yeah. Anyone who signed that is a mass murderer. Absolutely. We're on the same page. (laughs) That's how I feel. Uh, and I did a little surname distribution map check on four of my surnames. And, you know, most people have four of them. Some don't, but most mm. people do. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I found out, oh, hey, they're killing my family over here in this particular area. <laughs> and then, you know, these horses are conscripted, drug out of their homes at gunpoint on both sides. You know, the Ukraine and the subjects of Russia. So, and it shouldn't matter that I'm related to him. You know what I mean? We should have, no, like, no, I mean, no, that's, decency, but. I mean, yes and no. It, it, not everything that sucks can be important to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, but you got to pick time, your like, if you Does find that make out, it right or yeah. any or any more right? No. It, like, if you find out that it's happened to someone, you know, that's related to you or, or that you know really well, whether they're blood family or not, right? That brings it home to you, right? Yeah. That knowledge yeah, really just, makes you sit up and pay attention. There you go. Yeah, and right. I mean that's that's the logic and the and the feeling of it, right? Like you mm-hmm. can only you can only care about a finite amount, but there is right. way more that is worth caring about than you have care to give. <laughs> yeah, right. many many people don't really sort of come out of statism or at least come to the conclusion that government sucks until they're attacked by mm-hmm. it. Mm. Right until the, you know they didn't pay the right. right fee, or they didn't check the right box on a form, or you know something, or right. they you know did you know too many miles per hour over the recommended or suggested speed. You know, um, You're right on there. Yeah, that's personal. Yeah. yeah. Well, and and weirdly enough, it's that very thing that was how they uh, disarmed the anti-war movement of the '60s. So mm-hmm. we can only care about so much even though mm-hmm. other things are worth caring about. So when right. they start splitting our focus, well, wait a second, doesn't racism suck? Yeah, racism also sucks. Okay, racism right. and war. Well, wait a second, how about sexism? Okay, racism, sexism, and war. We're against... The... And, and and that's the thing. Mm-hmm. You split the focus so much yep. that no one thing right. gets enough attention for us to really figure the shit out that war right. is just the thing, is the health of the state. It's literally what makes a government a government. They're they're constantly fending off the uh, their victims in a way is the way I look at it. Mm-hmm. I mean, and and here's something that I I very rarely hear from from like mainstream Republicans is, mm-hmm. hey, in the Constitution it said you're not supposed to have an army. Mm-hmm. Like it was That's real specific. Thing, yeah. You can authorize it for one year. Right. There you go. Now, now do you think they put that in there so that you can have a perpetual army? (laughs) Uh, Fucking maybe not. Mm. Right. Constant invasion force is what I see. You know, they're going around the world and that is that is all you have when you are a peaceful nation with an army. It it Mm. is the the United States of America's military is the largest empire planet Earth has ever seen. Imagine if you suddenly had the power to wield some part of nature, like the tide or the wind or 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 the doves or the the locusts or whatever, right? Lightning like, storm. Yeah. Right, right. Like it just pick a thing and like imagine like how easy it would be for that to really go to your head mm-hmm. and like to twist you into something right. terrifying. Okay, now. Yep. Imagine if instead of one of those things, it's actually like the most powerful source of creativity that there is in the universe. Mm-hmm. And like the, the greatest concentration of tappable intelligence that we know of. And that's mm-hmm. what you're commanding. 
Yeah, right. they can't really stay good. Agencies. Right. Like, power corrupts. And that is Absolutely. a stupid amount of power. Yeah, and here he is sitting on the House Intelligence and the Armed Services, you know, it's like, these guys are like mini gods, you know. Yeah, well, yeah, they certainly act like it. They have all the pageantry. They are worshipped and served. Right, they right. Got, they got because robes and shit. Are... I'm surprised they're not fucking right. wearing wigs, right? I'm surprised that that wasn't adopted, <laughs> you know, more heavily uh, as time went on, that they're not still, like, you right. know, fully. I mean, although it is, like, any time you see, uh, you know, like a presidential address on television mm -hmm. or even, like, a local one, like, before that event even happens, before it's even televised, it's a Hollywood production. Those guys are in makeup and wardrobe, oh, yeah. and they're rehearsing oh, their sure. talking points, and they've got fucking teleprompters. Oh, yeah. Like, if you can't yep. say what you got to say without a fucking teleprompter, go fuck yourself. Yeah, the, right. the, one, the, the one that always sticks out to me is the, the funerary uh, worship of John McCain. Because, mm. like, that mm. shit went on for days, and there oh, was, yeah. like, parades and shit. It was like, what? Wow. And people yeah. that you thought might have a, a human bone in their body were talking about what a great loss we had experienced from the loss of that warmongering monster. <laughs> yeah. Right. Highly vetted freedom fighters, my ass, you know. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They ended up converting ideological plans into just another name of 3,000 various, you know, terrorist forces of that whole area. It was just unbelievable. Well, I really appreciate you guys listening. I feel better. Hey, thanks for the <laughs> call, brother. Hey, man, ha happy to happy to uh, reinforce the sanity. Have a good well, night. Well, I'm just going to tell you this one other thing. Right, go ahead. That could be a tool that leverage this open, and I don't know what you think about it, but these Gold Star parents are just sick with grief because there's the ones that already lost a loved one because of an illegal deployment. Because our law, you know, like uh, material support law, let's see, what is that, 18 U.S.C. 2339 A and B. It's very specific. If you give weapons or support to this particular terrorist ideology, then it's automatic five years in prison. It yep. could be death yep. penalty. And then there's the U.S. Arms Export Control Act. Yep. And all that stuff is just there for lipstick you know i mean it doesn't mean one damn thing to these people because they'll just issue a waiver against it whenever they feel like it yeah when they want to do it but so like they, but they'll turn that and use it against you too exactly like if we want to have like a pistol with a stock oh no no <laughs> uh, i mean it's funny like like i keep being able to prove that various presidents are aiding and abetting declared enemies of america and some fucking how they aren't tried for treason. Yeah. How exactly? What did? How, how, how? Oh. And and whenever somebody <laughs> uh, somebody in government uh, there was someone recently uh, brought it up again, and, and my response was that they're you're talking about taking guns away. Like nobody needs a gun, right? You don't need to arm yourself, whatever. And I'm like, mm. okay, well then show us how it's done, and have government put all of their weapons down. Show us how it's done. Yeah. Because if you can't lead by example, shut the fuck up. Right? Right. And that so these moms have... Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say that really shows the difference of what they want and what we need. What we need mm -hmm. is for each individual to protect themselves. Yeah. What they want right. is a set of people under their command to decide who does and does not get protected. Right. Yeah, it's... it's so much, and you know, most people just can't handle this kind of conversation, so then they zone out, go back to their NASCAR man, and their Sudoku what, and their crossword puzzle. Man, what blows my fucking mind is how so many people that should know better will argue that the government is actually what's defending our property rights. <laughs> well, I'm being sarcastic, but don't you know, they know best, you know, and we're just supposed to just go along with it because we could not possibly have any foreign policy insight on any of this shit. You know what I mean? That's their attitude. Beard Talk Live, who the fuck is this? Hey, this is Chad. Oh, hey, Chad. All right, cool. So it's just stay right there for just a minute. I'm going to see if, okay. I, if I learned how to do a thing or not. Okay, are you still there, Chad? I am. All right, now, hang on. We're going to do this. 
Uh, Beard Talk Live, who the fuck is this? It's uh, Skeeter. All right, so Skeeter, I've got you on conference call with Chad, and uh, I think Chad wants to have a discussion with you. Okay. Go ahead, Chad. I'm getting yeah. a lot of feedback. That's just say? how it works. Go ahead, Chad. Yeah, no, I, I want to understand Skeeter's philosophy. I don't, I don't get it. I don't think he's fully explained it. Uh, evolutionary utilitarianism is a new concept to me. <laughs> and uh, he usually tries to ask questions, but I'm asking him in a concise way, what is evolutionary utilitarianism? Uh, so I wanted to put it in a short way. It's um, uh, So first I look at like morality and human action, right? And everything we have, you know, emotion, rational thought, everything was given to us by evolution. And it doesn't make sense to think that morality is, morality is any different. Morality, what evolution gave us in order to try to detect what it wants us to do. And it wants us to do its objective, which is create the perfect evolutionary being. I know it sounds kind of supernatural, but... Well, it sounds like, religious like is precisely what it sounds. Yeah, uh, any I, any any kind of perfection uh, is basically uh, a thing that's sort of um, above us. Let him finish defining. Above us, Skeeter. Fin I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, figuratively speaking. Yeah, just finish finish the definition for us. The definition. Oh, yeah. yeah so sorry, the, sorry to interrupt. Uh, utili uh, evolutionary utilitarianism. Define that for us. Uh, it's just you align your morality with what evolution's objective is, which is create the perfect evolutionary being, right? So uh, you can see that, you know, even in... So evolution doesn't want us to reproduce, right? Not not in 100% fidelity, like uh, it wants us to... Oh, you mean clone? Yeah. Like well, it doesn't want us to personifying, clone. You're personifying evolution a lot. It doesn't, uh, it doesn't matter if I personify it or anthropomorphize it or whatever. It, it just is, right? It's a mechanism. Okay, and but I know. If, well, but if you're if you're personifying it to that extent, saying it wants to do this, how are you defining what it wants to do? I look at I look at uh, the progress over time. What it's doing, right? It's making us smarter. It's making all all biological creatures smarter. It's it's selecting for is better it? ideas or technology. I don't agree with that. I don't definitely don't agree with that. How can you say that evolution is always leading all creatures to be smarter? That doesn't seem to add up. You don't I mean, agree with what that. about what about earthworms? I mean, they've been around for a very long time and they don't appear to be getting smarter. Uh, how do you well, know? Well, they make a lot of things smarter though. Well, exactly. Exactly. Like how the, do you the know? Worm... how do you know? Well, you well hold on, hold on. That? Hold on. So the worm does make other things smarter though by what it does with the soil. It lets all of these things grow that do create intelligence. Well, how do you say it's making things smarter, though? Evolution doesn't necessarily lead to people or in the organisms being smarter. I mean, 99.9% .9 of all organisms that have ever existed are currently extinct. And there have been varying levels of intelligence, including down to today, where we have the earthworm. So, you know, the biological mechanism of evolution is, is pretty messy, right? It first has to just guess at a, it just guesses at a different combination, and then evolution comes in and uh, works its selection process. What do you mean it guesses? Like uh, the mutation process, like uh, the evolution, like biological evolution is, is uh, just guessing, right? So when we mix our gene, well, we randomly kind of guess? like, uh, like mutations, for instance. So like radiation, it's a random mutation. So random it's totally random. Yeah. What's that? Okay. It's no, totally not, not, random. Not, well, I'm talking about like uh, radiation in this instance. Radiation when it messes up like a DNA, it could uh, it could benefit us or most likely it's gonna you know hurt us. But uh, there's some chance and uh, that it could benefit us. Like it could make us, you know, like let's say radiation like damages some DNA that causes us to be smarter, which is. A small, you know, an unlikelihood, but it will happen. Extremely, given extremely unlikely, because you need a lot of mutations to build up to any kind of 
that's progress, exactly where we are right? Now. Well, and there's also the now. problem that uh, mutation can only change one thing at a time. Right. If yeah. it's if it's random. No, not necessarily. Not necessarily. I mean. Well, no, a, a random mutation would be one thing at a time. No, not necessarily. Yeah. I mean, one protein fold, not even just. No. Sorry. Oh, I, I, that, well, that's that's not the, necessarily the case. You mess up DNA enough, you're gonna mess up uh, code for that code for a lot of things. Right. Just but how do you have gain of function? How do you have gain of function from random mutation? Because you need for one protein fold doesn't do anything really. You need many, many, many protein folds to have any effect whatsoever. We need to do something very important. We do need to do something very important. We need to amble. We do. Are you ready? Yes. All right, here we go. Shit, piss, piss fuck, fuck, cunt, cock, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. All right. <sighs> I was like, man, something is just off about, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't the, the calls or the guests or anything like that. I'm just like, there's something going on here, man. And like, oh, yeah. Yeah, remember that's what right. It was. We hadn't broken the seal. <laughs> Had not broken the seal. Because when we say fuck the FCC, we mean fuck, fuck the, the FCC. FCC. I still can't like I, I it's so unbelievable to just even say the FCC thinks they own air. <laughs> well, I mean, if you think that nature can be owned, then it makes sense. Right. So I guess they have to share it with the FAA. And I think if, I've said this before. If you think that the kind of a thing that owns things is also the kind of a thing that can be owned, then you are so fucking insane that that is, that's actually a step toward consistency. (laughs) Wow. That's bizarre. Uh, But that is the implication. If you can own the very air that I breathe. Yeah. Right. Oh, oh. Best not breathe that air. You're ruining the planet by doing that. <laughs> We're going to have to tax you for every breath you take. Mm. And I don't mean the song by Sting or whatever, the police or whatever that was. So part of the reason that I know that we're in a post-satire society is I bet I can look online and find some article that said we should stop growing beans <laughs> so that there will be fewer farts so that there will be fewer uh, greenhouse gases. The musical fruit? Yeah. And you know what? There's like a good 50-50 chance that uh, uh, we got stolen from to pay for it. Isn't... uh, As a grant. Isn't beans and rice like sort of like what got humanity like sort of through? (laughs) Aren't those staple foods? Because Uh, like... Well, yes, Because like, you know, they they sort of... Well, grain, right? Well, check this shit out. Rice is new to this, like, side of the world. Yeah. Now, corn, on the other hand, or maize, yeah. like, no, 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 uh, that, it was the three sisters, uh, squash, I think, was the third. Uh, you, you get some maize, some beans, and some squash, and the the harmony of the chemicals that they create and need uh, in their biological processes, like, perfectly replenish the ground. So you never need to let the land fallow as long as you use the three sisters in the proper use. Yeah, yeah. And it's it creates all of the uh, necessary proteins and all of the uh, uh, carbohydrates that you need to keep going. A successful composting cycle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, uh, composting is something that a lot of people don't think about until they start thinking about, you know, freedom or whatever. I'm like, I love the idea of solar power on houses. Not mm-hmm. because I love, like, you know, the... You know, batteries, and you gotta. You know, there's a little bit of maintenance, and you know that kind of a thing. But because I want humanity to be free from paying their fucking electric bill. Yeah. Right. Uh, and yeah. so you know, especially with the price of electricity, what it what it's become now, it's doubled. Uh, and you know, it's probably not gonna come down ever. It's probably only ever going to go up in price. So, uh, well, you know, the I, the more you can free yourself from these things, these you know, some people need to free themselves mentally from from the entrapment of statism. But some people are like actively looking at ways practically to also be free of other systems that are, of course, also taxed by the government. So, like being free of electricity, I think is 
possible. Not only is it possible, people are already fucking doing it, mm. right? Where where their electricity is, we'll call it free. They just become their own well, their own power plant. I mean, prepaid. But anything that gets you further from rent, yes. Like we all know, at least you know us who pay attention to weird ass uh, economic terms. We all know how crappy the idea of rent seeking is. So the solution then is rent breaking. Here's something that I learned uh, fucking off into nowhere near civilization and learning from some of the weirdest people in the world is how the corporations really are like organisms and how uh, political parties are consuming the country because they keep eating it and there's no off switch. I mean, certainly the state is a leech. And... And when you see it that way for a second, you realize, hey, here's what they eat. They consume our fear. Yep. Uh, they, they consume our anger. You know, I mean, they, that's why this is what they provoke us into. I mean, I provoke my trees in my yard to happily give me apples because mm -hmm. I like apples. It's what I eat. And the way I provoke them into that is giving them good stuff, which is awesome. Now, the way they provoke us into, say, being terrified of the terrorists... Mm -hmm. Or uh, hating anyone, really, like just, yeah. man, and I fall for that shit. They, they sow the seeds, man. I mean, they I hate Henry seeds. Kissinger, but that's a fucking waste of my time. Yeah. And it feeds them. So once you figure that out, then you start going, okay, well, how can I do something else? How can I actually have peace? Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's an underrated uh, thing that I don't think a lot of people seek. I am surprised, though, um, at, I guess, the stark contrast. Like, I feel like everybody else uh, is is operating at a different speed now. Like, I don't if is that age? Is it, you know, that I've slowed down? Am, am I doing, I, you know, am I doing less in a day? I don't know, but I, I feel what people... Like old people, you say, well, you know, when you get older, the time slows down. It goes, everything goes by so fast. Or and like, I think I'm experiencing that. Oh, it totally does. Uh, you know, as I as I you know age, and so, but I'm recognizing more and more the cycles, mm -hmm. right? And really, for me to wake up from statism required me to recognize the cycles. It was mm -hmm. just enough president. You know, elections had gone by that I was like, I've seen this fucking movie before. <laughs> this is a fucking rerun. They just got this guy to stand in for that guy and this guy to stand in for the other guy. It's the same fucking same show, same writers, right? You know? Having yourself a Marty McFly moment, are you? Oh, I've seen this one. I just, uh, but this is new. No, this, this is the news. No, it's a repeat, man. Right? <laughs> yes. It's a rerun. Yes, and it's it like we're t stuck in a fucking time loop. Yeah, right where we we can't progress as a species until we learn this specific lesson, mm. which is statism bad. Yeah, right. That's the lesson here: statism bad for every reason that you can think. If you can think of a a, a, a bad thing, the state is responsible for it, or at least the majority of it of, of committing it. Um, and the evidence is overwhelming. I figure one of two things can happen. Either we can pursue the state further and we will make something that makes the atom bomb look like a conventional bomb eventually, and that will just be the end of humans. Or we could stop. Yeah. And that's really it. Yeah. And fortunately, we have the best opportunity that we've ever had because the, the movement of all of the wealth to the network is going to give us a real chance to to look at human beings as something other than terrifying as as actually generally helpful yeah because it really gives us a a way to benefit from people that we actually despise yeah and and not even have to approve of it i i will say that i have seen far more cooperation amongst diverse people in so many ways, a diverse number of ways that they were diverse, right? Like, mm -hmm. like the meta-diverse situation. I've seen more situations of people helping people than I have people hurting people, right? Now, 
I'm convinced that there are more situations where people are hurting people than there are people helping people. But I, I might be wrong. I don't know how to quantify that. I can say that the one organization uh, that hurts people the most is the organization type known as government. Well, that's what happens when you have unaccountable violence. And, uh, and it's strange how many people you have to convince that if you just make them accountable, that actually does make all the difference because it becomes right. too expensive yeah. to be the purveyor of violence. Caller, you're on Beard Talk Live. Who the fuck is this? Whoa, is this Brian? Are you guys hearing me? Uh, I'm hearing you. Who's Who are you? Oh, I'm Brian. I, I got my buddy Jerkface told me to call me in. He said, uh, he said uh, you guys wanted to hear from me. Uh, well, what's going on, Brian? Well, uh, you guys are sounding like you're talking right up my alley about the Industrial Revolution and my favorite uh, college professor, Professor Ted. Oh? Yeah, uh -huh. well, if you guys know who I'm talking about. No. Negative. Oh, well, you know, Theodore Kaczynski. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> professor Ted. I've never heard yeah, of I got, I got, like I said, I got baited into doing this, but uh, I like what you guys <laughs> are bastard. saying about how... Well, I'm sorry, Sagan? Oh, poor bastard. Like, oh man, he was the subject of government experimentation. Like, that's well, know, that's a that's matter of public of record. To, yeah, I wanted so... to feel you out about that. Like, so like when, I mean, I, I like what he wrote down and stuff and about how, you know, how the, the leftist, the leftist mentality is an issue, but like... Yeah, he was a subject of the experimentation. Do you think like he was he's like a full psyop, like he's psyoping us or he was psyoped or like He seems he seems sincere, which, you know, right. take it that's, for what it is. What I, but I mean, I he got hurt so bad that he decided to hurt back. And like I said when you brought him up in the first place, terrible tactics. Like oh, that's definitely. It's 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 like mistaken identity. Our identity is talking instead of hurting their identity is hurting instead of talking you can't use hurting to win over the people who hurt instead of talk definitely and like i mean i just like you know because I, I mean i've read his i've read his writings and uh, it, but it's just it's hard because especially it, annoying it Go reminds ahead, me of uh, of of uh, communism honestly where yeah your critiques are fantastic you, you you've got some real points there like these are these are genuine concerns that you're bringing up yeah now your solution is abominable <laughs> uh what i what i will say though is that um i am disappointed with humanity's lack of uh introspection after events like that mm. right uh, it should cause humanity to stop in its tracks and go what the fuck are we doing that we have created a situation where somebody feels that they have no other way out than to do this particular thing? Well, absolutely. It's like, and it's like every, after every mass shooter, you know, they go like, Oh, yep. we're not gonna, we're not gonna print his manifesto. We're not going to talk about his quote manifesto, but it's like, don't, shouldn't we learn from why uh, we should be, but they get, people, you know, they get perfectly distracted by the gun debate. Yeah. They get perfectly distracted by it. The left is absolutely gung-ho of, well, damn it, if they just didn't have a gun, they could not be able to shoot people. And the right is like, well, you're not going to take our guns. And what well, they should be looking at is like, hey, someone went batshit crazy. And this yeah. kind of well, keeps happening. Maybe we should find out what is driving these young human beings insane. Go ahead, but Brian. They'll, they'll, well, exactly, and they'll 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 write they'll they'll, they'll play a, a news story in the same breath that's like, oh, some guy in China stabs thirty people, or some guy in England stabs thirty people, and it's like, well, it doesn't matter if you're crazy, you're crazy, right? Like, I know guns make it a yeah. little easier, but like, there's a there's obviously a, a I don't want to call it mental health crisis, but you know, to use that meme, but like, there's obviously something going on where people are deeply disturbed. Right. And I don't know whether it's the SSRIs, the media, the whatever, the whatever, but there's something that makes people mass murderers, and, and it clearly seems to be happening more than in the past. Well, it's the, uh, it's the cognitive dissonance, right? That's, it, it stresses people out. I call it, uh, what's the other phrase? Not cognitive dissonance, but cognitive, uh, uh, Stock, cognitive Stockholm, Stockholm dissonance syndrome. Dissonance syndrome. Yeah. There we go. I like that a little you, bit. You put it all together, and what that does is it, it taxes the human mind. 
right? When you are under such propaganda that you falsely believe things, like something inside of people, right, kind of you know, begin to feel it, but they can't quite get their mind wrapped around it. This creates stress, right? And so you're literally uh, creating a mental health crisis by propagandizing people, by putting them through public schools, by, you know, training them to be obedient instead of uh, allowing them to learn and prosper. Yeah. You guys have kids? I do not. No. Okay. Well, I was just, I was at a family barbecue tonight, and I was just watching my my six year old niece. She's playing on her iPad, mm-hmm. and like she's she's playing this game, some stupid fucking game. Not even like is, I mean, it was like a, a make pizza for fake people game, and like it wasn't even like lemonade tycoon like we played in elementary school. But it actually took some thought because it had math and all these other things. But it was just you know. She's just spending this in-game currency because she wanted her iPad in the game. You had like this, you know, you're at a stand and this iPad, like you could spend credits to make your iPad look cooler. And she wanted that. Mm -hmm. And it was like the most, like the most heavily in-game currency thing you could buy. She's like, no, I want my iPad to look cooler. I'm like, yeah, but why don't you like buy more ingredients? Like just stupid game. But like, why don't you spend the in-game currency to improve your pizza shop rather than making your iPad look fucking cooler? And that's just something I've noticed with the youth. Like when it comes to video games in particular, they'll spend money on skins or this or that rather than like making the game work better for themselves. Like, cause Fashion I, I, function. I games, but like, wow. it's just, I, I'm so intrigued. Not Welcome intrigued to the cyberpunk scared, age, my friend. That's, I know, dude, it's just, I just, I like when I played video games, I, I was playing Grand Theft Auto when I was a kid. Grand Theft Auto 3 came out when I was like eight. Okay. Like, I'm, my parents were cool enough to let me play it, but like even that game took some thought to complete missions and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, you know, it, 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 it was, yeah, it's a violent game and it was this crazy stuff, but we obviously know that video games don't cause the violence and the shootings that they claim it does, but. You know, the video games I played as well, a kid actually... No, what causes thought, it is know? them driving human beings insane. Yeah. But they love to blame your flashy video games and say, see, <laughs> it's weird and new and you don't know what it's doing to human brains. Yeah, uh, Brian, I don't know if you know this, uh, and maybe you do from, from history or whatever, but uh, there was a point in time when uh, the powers that be tried to ban heavy metal, the music, right? All, all the, the I, form I know of music. the Dee Snyder case. That's about yeah. all I know. Yeah, and that's and, and that's key, crazy. right? That's really all you need to know about it is that they tried. Uh, they try, And they tried to say all the same things that they say about video games, right? They're like, oh, no, heavy metal is, is causing mental illness in our children, and heavy metal is, you know, making them have suicidal thoughts when it's really bad parenting. Right. Yeah, well, and it's like, have you ever been to a metal show? They're the nicest people you ever meet. Oh, I love yeah. metal. Yeah, I love metal. I- oh, man. I judge a genre by its mosh pits. And metal pits, uh, you get picked up. Oh, they'll beat you back down, but yeah. you get picked up every single time. Yeah. Oh, the singer will stop the show if they don't pick you back up. Right? Know? See, it's that's the kind of, of politeness I expect from metal people. Yeah. I mean, they might smell, but hey, they're going to pick you up. Well, and in the end, at the end of the day, isn't that what matters? And and what I like about exactly. what I like about the mosh pit is it it's voluntary, but it's violent. Yeah, right. So for those people who say, "Well, without war, how would mankind get its its violence out of its systems?" Like, well, there's there's things like, oh, I don't know, fucking sports, for yeah. example, right? right? You know, like yeah. and like to an there extent, are these things we try to beat each other at. Yeah, to an extent, the mosh well, pit honestly, is kind of a sport. Yeah. Honestly, the mosh pit isn't even that violent. Like, if you're in them, you see that people will actually kind of, like, let up if they're about to really ram into you. Yeah. You know? And, like, especially if there's, like, a, a girl in there, not to not to be sexist or misogynist, but, like, they're like I'm not going to just, like, body blow this girl. Like, I'm actually going <laughs> to let up. Like, she wants to be in there and have fun. Well, like we're in, Well, this might sound sexist, you know? but they have smaller upper body strength. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, Wait, you respected uh, another human being's personal, like, you know, uh, safety? Oh, my God, you horrible person. How dare you? I know. Like, we're all there to have a good time, and that's what I love, just whether it's metal or the liberty movement. Like, we all just want to have a better time. Right. We don't want to be, you know, we don't want to be, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I mean, we want to uh, respect each other's voluntary choices. Exactly. Like, no one, no one's there to leave with a bloody nose or a broken nose just like you know when you 
want to not pay taxes. And, no one wants to And die. you take your risk <laughs> and you take your lumps. And that's like, that's kind of the point of it is that it's, you don't know exactly what's going to happen when you step into the mosh pit. That's why we do it is because you don't know exactly what's about to happen. And it's the same reason that, uh, that people like to go to a uh, uh, horror, uh, 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 tours through the uh, the haunted houses right yeah. oh, is so yeah. that something can happen that they don't know what it is so they can get shocked and surprised and jumped out at that's the point of that and yeah, if no, you're man, if it... you're doing it right then everyone goes home happy because we got what we mm-hmm. what we were looking for we are out of time thank you everybody for your calls for your listens uh, your reactions for participating thank you peakless mountaineer thank you captain uh, as we've said Previously on this episode, we're going to take uh, the next week off. So we will see you in two weeks. So thanks again and peace.